I'm Emily. I go to Calvary Chapel Clayton, obviously. Um, I'm really glad to be with all of you guys here today. Um, the story of how I came to know God isn't altogether unusual, but I still think it's extraordinary, and not because of anything I did, but because despite how lost I was, my God came and found me and welcomed me into his arms. And because of how wonderful that is and how much everything has changed for the better because of it, I really want to share it today. I've always thought that I believed in God, but I realize now that for a long time I didn't know the God I believed in. Growing up, I went to church, I listened to worship music, I read the Bible, I prayed, but while all these things are of utmost importance and significance, I never completely understood. And I'm extremely grateful that I've been exposed to so much about God throughout my childhood, but I'm even more glad that he helped me to truly know him. There are two quotes that always come to mind when I think of my getting to know God. The first is by C.S. Lewis, and he said, If we find ourselves with a desire that nothing in this world can satisfy, the most probable explanation is that we were made for another world. The second is by St. Augustine. You have made us for yourself, O Lord, and our hearts are restless until they rest in you. One of the reasons these resonate with me so deeply is because all my life I've been searching for meaning, for purpose, an identity, fulfillment, something to answer the question of why I'm here. I knew that things have value and goodness and that everything happens for a reason, but somehow I couldn't quite comprehend why that is. I've always had big dreams of living life to the fullest, leaving a positive impact on the world, people around me, and I developed all of these ideals and hopes I wanted so badly to come true. If they did come true, or if I continued trying to make them come true, then surely my life would not be lived in vain. All of this seems right and good, but I was missing the center of the puzzle, so my picture wasn't complete. So I kept busy, always looking to bring my hopes and dreams to fruition. I skipped around from thing to thing sometimes, hobbies, extracurriculars, other interests, whatever I found most valuable at a given moment, always looking for fulfillment, never feeling completely satisfied. And while I thought I felt completely satisfied at times, the longing for more always came back. So how could I have ever truly been content? In the words of Elizabeth Elliot, by trying to find fulfillment everywhere, we find it nowhere. And then there was a day early last year when there was talk of schools closing because of a virus, and the idea sounded crazy and unrealistic. Surely it would never affect too many people. Surely it would never affect North Carolina. Surely it would never affect my school. And before I knew it, I went to school one day and had a gut feeling about something I knew but didn't want to admit to myself. This virus that had not seemed real was, in fact, very much so. And it was closing my school, which was one of the places I sought fulfillment in. I thought it wouldn't last long. Everything would go back to normal. Although I knew the coronavirus was real, the dangerousness of it still seemed foreign to my school and my county. And then a little while later came the announcement that the rest of the school year was going to be virtual. And then came the lockdowns and quarantines. Another idea that seemed nearly impossible in today's world, and yet here it was. Now not only was school vastly different, but so is life as I knew it. There was much less busyness because there were not as many options for ways to keep busy. Still, I firmly believed that it was happening for a reason, and I continued to actively seek fulfillment as best I could. Of course, without the busyness, I also had a lot of time to think about what I was doing. So many things that had been so important before had changed drastically, and in so little time. I could always look to something else to work towards, but couldn't those things change or disappear in a similar way? And in a world where nothing seemed to last, how much did the things I placed so much emphasis on really matter if they were so temporary? What was the point of me doing them, and why did I still feel the need to do them? 
even helping others, I realized, was temporary, and it brought fleeting results. As the book of James states, life on earth is but a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. So how and why did I still continue to know deep inside that there was a reason for my life and that my actions have value? Good things do have value because God, the most valuable being in all existence, assigned value to them. He himself is, by definition, value and goodness. Nothing teaches us so much the preciousness of the creator as when we learn the emptiness of all besides, said Charles Spurgeon. Without a perfect and eternal creator, how can there be fulfillment or value in anything? With God, even temporary actions are of eternal worth. The more I searched for answers, the more I realized that I was very lost. I needed direction and a good light source because at that moment, I felt that I was stumbling around in the dark on my path of life. I knew this, and the more aware I became of it, the worse I felt. I continued on like this for a while, more questions developing all the time, making the lack of answers all the more profound. So I turned to a source outside of myself in hopes of discovering an objective truth, and that was the Bible, <laughs> the Word of God. That was my light in the darkness, the bright star in the night sky that allowed me to navigate my way home through the dark and treacherous seas I was sailing. The light revealed what I had never been able to see, not only the truth and its beauty, but also the ugliness of the falsities I believed about where true fulfillment came from. Finally, I began to understand the answers to my questions as God revealed them to me through his word. To quote C.S. Lewis again, if the whole universe has no meaning, we should never have found out that it has no meaning, just as if there were no light in the universe and therefore no creatures with eyes, we should never know it was dark. We are not the product of a cosmic accident. We were made by the almighty God with love and given intrinsic value. At last it all came together. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. None of this is of my own doing, but by the grace of God and his good news. And this good news is that despite the fact that we are, were once all lost, God has made it possible to be found. We have all done wrong and chosen to turn from the way of light to the way of darkness, and the way of darkness leads to death. Since God and his way are so good, our wrongdoing heart separates, separated us from him. But no matter what we have done, it does not separate us from his love. Because he loves us, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Messiah, came and lived a perfect life on earth, fully man and fully God. Though he himself did no wrong, he died on the cross in our place and took the punishment for our wrongdoings, and three days later he rose from the dead and will live and reign forever. When we put our faith in Jesus, our dark deeds are crucified with him, and we too rise from the path leading to death and are given eternal life. By grace through faith, we are saved and no longer separated from God, but called his beloved children. And we are not alone, because as we begin a new life with God, no longer lost in the dark, the Holy Spirit dwells in us to help us during our journey here on earth. When that journey ends, we get to spend eternity with God in a world of joy, peace, and light beyond our imagination. Ever since I received this good news, I have discovered everything I've been searching for and more that I could not have imagined in all my years of dreaming. In the love and sacrifice of Christ and the purpose of the good and eternal God, my heart is no longer restless. Through God, there is meaning and fulfillment. There is an unchanging, all-powerful, everlasting source of peace and guidance, a place to find my identity and purpose. I truly understand that everything is, in fact, working for good, even if I can't see how. Life is full and grand, despite twists and turns in the road. And I know whose directions to follow, and thank goodness he is a much better navigator than I. But the greatest thing of all is that I have been given eternal life, and for that, I will be forever grateful. Thank you. <laughs>